Door Guys, number 19. This is Davis. And this is Scott. What's up, Scott? Nothing, dude. How's your weekend? Uh, my weekend was all right. Uh, I just wanted to address that I went full hyena on the last show, is uh, what I'd like to talk about real quick. Uh, oh, you mean, you mean the laughing? Yeah. <laughs> I got a little lit with Ty Walsh here and uh, was a little cackly, so I apologize to the uh, listeners for that. You know, I think you're the only one that doesn't like your laugh. Because everyone that I know loves when you laugh, so I think that's in your head. I feel like that's uh, your, you hate your own voice thing, too, so it's whatever. Oh, definitely. That was the worst part about getting this started was listening to us talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, shows went good this weekend. Uh, yesterday, we had no bathroom for uh, two of the shows, which was fun. Uh, but what what happened, uh, we, we have a, an issue where... Uh, when it gets really cold, sometimes water will come up th- from the bar uh, when people use the bathroom. So we have to shut the bathrooms down. And uh, <laughs> we were letting people go in one at a time, and they were having to share the men's room. And there was a lady waiting her turn, and some guy comes out in a panic. And he's standing behind. He's like, what do you mean the bathrooms are closed? And we're like, yeah, we're, we're doing one at a time. You know, we're not going to just let men and women go in and use the bathroom at the same time. It's just And this was because you much. told me when they flushed the toilet, the entire bar was flooding with poop flooding water. Flooding with toilet water. It was awesome. <laughs> but this guy's in a – you can see the urgency in his eyes, and you can hear it in his voice. When he looked at us, he's like, I got a shit. <laughs> like, well, you can go downstairs. They're letting people use – there's a restaurant downstairs. You can use the bathroom there. One across the, the – uh, little drive for village point i said you can go use that bathroom uh but uh you're gonna have to wait he's like no i gotta shit now (laughs) it was he was was, emergency he was desperate and he ran down the stairs and he walked back up like a guy who might not have made it or might have left some stuff behind wow yeah how terrible how terrible people in that restaurant (laughs) just seeing guys run in did you see that yeah 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 it was uh, it was it was an adventure, but you know it was a good weekend. So what else can I say? And that uh, unfamiliar voice is our guest today. He's a comedian, a uh, a filmmaker, <laughs> um, a uh, scientist, maybe <laughs> a spaceman. He's a real Donatello, you know. From the, if you follow Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. it's Richard Reese. What it do? <laughs> Welcome, it do. buddy. <laughs> How are you? We're good. How are you, man? Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is awesome, man. It's good to see people in real life. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was supposed to be the applause. So (laughs) (laughs) I did it on purpose this time because I have it ready. (laughs) So he has a drop over there for applause that I always like him to play when after I uh, announce the guests that are on the show, which he never does. So Mm -hmm. I downloaded one on my phone, and that's the first time I missed the button. Oh, (laughs) fat fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, for that, you get sad trombone. There you go. So, yeah, people aren't sad that you're here, Richard. It's uh, They're actually happy. <laughs> Thanks, Biden. Uh, so, uh, like everybody, I've got questions that I'm going to ask you, uh, and there are just a few, and then Davis will have some follow-ups for you. Um, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Uh, since I was 18 years old, man. I'm 39 now, so, yep, a couple decades, you know. Damn. <laughs> I think long that's the in longest, the tooth. Uh, that, that's I think the longest answer we've gotten so far. Yeah, I'm pretty. I sure. mean, ever since um, I started at the Funny Bone, uh, Richard's been up here featuring and MCing, and uh, that's him and uh, Nick Allen are the two guys that I feel like they were here before me. But I would say like I grew up through the club through them. 
even yeah, though I man. haven't been here for like 10 years, but they're the, they're the mainstays that I've been around a lot. So Hell yeah. it's been a fun journey. Hell man. yeah, it's, it has. It's still, <laughs> you know, it took this long to get to the bottom, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks COVID. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first joke you wrote? Uh, first joke I wrote, it was, it was something about, um, seeing a fight. I was saying it's dangerous outside. Uh, you guys got to be careful. I, I saw uh, this these guys beating this woman's ass, and then I was like, uh, "But you know, my mom can handle herself." Okay, <laughs> I'll give you some laughter on that one. <laughs> Good job. Something Scott. along those lines. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so since it's been that long, do you remember the first uh, open mic, first time you went up on stage? Yeah, it was at uh, in the old market club called Jokers Comedy oh, yeah, Club. I, I think I remember that. That was a while ago, huh? Yeah, in uh, summer 2000, three-minute open mic, man. Had my family there, friends, and got up, did it. Uh, I always like to ask people like whether their first experience was good or bad. Mine was good. It was good. The second one was bad and then it was good bad good then a string of good string of bad and it's been the same way (laughs) (laughs) same way ever since yeah uh so you said that set went good uh and you said you've had your mix do you still get nervous i mean you've been doing it for a while now but do you still get nervous to go up on stage oh totally man you see me around here pacing and (laughs) i I guess it's true it's good nervous energy and never like oh i don't want to go up there i'm scared to go up there just like let's get let's get to there (laughs) let's get to that moment like right now so, so with that then, so like the nervous energy beforehand going up, but then when you get up there, is it like a calming, like when you're up there or is it still that nervous energy and then it's calming to come back off? It's, it's calming nervous energy, I okay. guess. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, it's like it's, a comfortability. Like, yeah, it's kind of, kind of calm. I mean, lately it's, it feels like foreign territory cause I don't get to do it as often, but right. for the most part, yes, it's calm territory. It's the one place where they're not big groups of people. (laughs) True. That is true. (laughs) It's the safest place in in this room. Yeah, it is. Uh, And then my last question for you is where is the craziest place that you've done comedy? Craziest place. Craziest place. Um, Trying to think. I've done a bunch of house parties. I've done rap shows. I'm trying to think of something that You've done comedy at rap shows? That's pretty awesome. I guess the the cruise ship maybe would be one of the craziest places because of the different rooms they have like uh you know front of the boat back of the boat i have all these crazy different rooms um i would say some of the cruise ships yeah and and for those that don't know richard uh you did comedy on cruise ships and uh yeah tell tell me about that experience that's gotta be <laughs> i mean i feel like uh, I know we you... know a lot of guys james johans the guy we were discussing before the show he does a lot of cruise ships uh it's gotta be weird and i didn't know you were just saying i thought they had like one comedy club on the boat they have different rooms well, some of the ships the uh like the other um what's the other one uh nor not norwegian i was on norwegian uh carnival. carnival they have like comedy actual comedy clubs in there i haven't performed on there but yeah so some of them are theaters. Some of them, like, just these big lounges or little la- jazz bars. It's, it's just cool, the different places they have on there. What were you asking before that? Uh, what, what was, like, I, I know you have it in your, your, your set. You talk about doing it on there. And get, what, how, what was it like getting uh, to, to do comedy on a cruise ship? I mean, you talk about how it's, it's in your set. You talk about how there's a lot of uh, 
variance in age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I uh, mean, it's, how do you approach that? <laughs> it's weird. You got to have this weird universal appeal without being corny, you know? Right. I mean, where the kids like you and the adults like you, it's this weird thin line. But they were almost too, they wanted it too, too strict. Like, I couldn't reference cocaine. Whereas we were talking about ratings earlier, how they're different now. Right. You know, when, when we were kids, we would hear that stuff in movies and stuff, and we didn't think twice about it. But now it's just a different time, I guess. I don't know. That's that's crazy. Because to me, can't even reference cocaine. When somebody says they want a clean <laughs> set for me, I'm like, okay, you just don't say fuck or right. shit or, right. you know, any of the yeah. bad words. But there's even, you can't even make reference to drugs or. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I guess if kids are, I mean, maybe they shouldn't have all ages shows on a cruise ship. Isn't I mean, there like a daycare for the kids? Well, I mean, <laughs> they want you to come out there and fucking juggle or something. I don't know what, the, what they want you to do, man. Well, I just like, know, I know this podcast would never survive on a pot, on a uh, cruise ship. We could never do anything on a cruise ship. Why is that? Because uh, we've, I've been told that if uh, you took the word fuck out of our podcast, it's only 23 oh, minutes long. Sure. <laughs> sure. We were issued a challenge by uh, another comedian, Chris Covey, to uh, do an episode with him where we're clean. So I said I'd accept that challenge, oh, yeah. but I also uh, <laughs> dropped a hard R in like the first 10 minutes of the last and- show. <laughs> <laughs> And by hard R, he means retard, not what uh, some other people might think he was referencing. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, he, was a, he was a retard. Yeah. All right. So those are my questions. That's my, uh, my easy six. All right. Now I have my four. <laughs> yeah. No one really asks us questions. So, yeah, man, uh, what's up with that? <laughs> Who the fuck some. are you guys? <laughs> oh, we don't know. <laughs> Why did you have me in that trunk so damn long? <laughs> so, um... I just want to, this is something that when I was preparing for the show, it hit my brain. I didn't remember it. I don't know if I remembered it correctly, but um, around the time that Hannibal Burris, I feel like, said the jokes about Bill Cosby on stage, which blew the whole thing up, yeah. you, like, uh, I feel like you got flown in to open for him because someone canceled or something and got to open for him around that time. And uh, I know that was a cool experience for you, first of all. So I'd yeah. like you to talk about that. But also, uh, was I correct? Did that happen like around that time? After that? Like before that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was slightly a few months or months after. It was right, right after the whole boom. Bill Cosby got into the spotlight, and uh, yeah, he was performing at the Rococo Theater, I think, in Lincoln. And I got a message from his manager; they needed somebody. And so I opened for him. I had already met him. I had met him years prior, like oh, on really? the open mic scene in Chicago when I was just hanging out and he was just doing open mics and stuff. So oh, it was awesome. weird to kind of reconnect like that. And uh, yeah, did the show, reconnected. And uh, he asked me, he's like, you want to fly to St. Louis to do tomorrow? And I'm a dude with a day job and <laughs> stuff I got to do. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we still kind of party. And I'm like, uh, well, you know, I got to check with my, he's like, I'll, I'll see you at the airport in the morning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you took a sick day. Flew to St. Louis, did like a 2,000-seat theater, and uh, he rented tuxedos for everybody. Tuxedo shop next to the theater. So he's like, okay, so I guess we're wearing tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hannibal. That's awesome. That's so <laughs> that fucking awesome. awesome. <laughs> so he got us tuxedos, and we had a glorious time, partied on the roof after that. Uh, I missed my flight <laughs> the next day. <laughs> 
uh, I, so I ran the tuxedo over, get on a late flight, and I was like, what the hell just happened, man? Like, that's just a whirlwind of entertainment, you know? A few nights of my life, <laughs> just craziness. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. He's a nice dude, too, man. That is, that's really cool. There's a lot of people who don't have stories like that, so. <laughs> you know? That's super awesome. Uh, I hope I'm not 90, though, still talking about. <laughs> and then. Oh, there's, there's many memories to make. That was the, that was the peak. <laughs> I went downhill skiing after that shit. <laughs> and uh, I brought up him uh, saying that Bill Cosby stuff, too, because I know that you have a bit about Bill Cosby and we're yeah. a Cosby fan. And it's crazy to me that he blew that whole thing up, kind of, because I feel, and I'm about to bring this, we've talked about it before, but I feel like for years people that was a known thing and it just got put on Hannibal for like bringing it more to the light, I guess, because now yeah. there's like, I guess maybe that was around the start of cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, not that he shouldn't be canceled. <laughs> I'm you just can. saying, <laughs> but uh, I got this hustler that I found in a, uh, in a storage unit when I used to work at U-Haul. It's from August of 2005. So well ahead of the Cosme Cosby stuff, and oh, uh, wow. I'll bring you over this page. We've talked about this before on maybe episode three. Gathering oh, yeah. intel, I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, this uh, you're you're gonna enjoy like this. Ad, but it's so on the money, dude. That like people at Hustler knew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's uh <laughs> yeah. So describe that again. It's 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 an ad with uh Bill Cosby's face holding Jello, spelled differently for obvious reasons. They oh, don't yeah. want to get sued. And it says, always have a, always a happy ending. Chick passed out in the background. His dong hanging out his pants in, in a blue uh, sweater. And she's like, oh, my, this is terrible. This is horrible. But that Look, predates. That predates when he, went, he like got in big trouble about it. So, obviously, like, so the story I always tell is this was out of a storage unit where a guy who was in the military said, I don't want any of my shit. So then it was like, we get to take everything. So other people there got it before me and got like a computer, stuff like that. So I took shit like a 15-year-old. I took a box of porn <laughs> and like fucking like socks and like something else. And this was in there. So in my crazy head, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker was in the military. He was in some like time travel weird shit, dude. And this is some fucking thing. But really, a writer at Hustler like knew what the fuck it, Bill Cosby was doing for years. <laughs> It says, okay, it says, looking for the perfect way to top off a romantic oh, evening yeah, the and serve up some jello pudding. The right dessert to get her in the mood, especially if she's been resisting your advances. <laughs> jello, so it will knock her off her feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then on that jello box, the fake jello box, it says like extra rupinol or whatever, whatever the date rape drug is. This so. is. First of all, if I'm representing Mr. Cosby. <laughs> This is not legal. <laughs> I mean, it is a legit picture of him with a Photoshop dick. On. No, no, but what if this isn't Photoshop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It could, it Maybe could that's why be. they can have it in there. Yeah. We only put real pictures. That Larry Flint. Your Honor, uh, this is Mr. Cosby's real Hey, picture. man, you're going to let me borrow this. Yeah, bag. you can have it. <laughs> look, I, look, I'm still on the time traveler thing because I'm crazy, so I think someone's going to show up at my house and be like, you got that magazine. You better fucking give it back, dude. It's got a secret code in there. Oh, dude, yeah. What is this? Uh, August 2005. That's crazy. So, like... On a different timeline, he got busted in like maybe 2003, and then like Hustler did a fucking 2005 <laughs> and that just parody. happened to make yeah. it over the yeah. fucking and somehow dimensions. this motherfucker took well, it 
he went in this alternate timeline and brought it back. I'm going to have to look at these other ads and study this. <laughs> Find out for sure. Some fucking MK Ultra shit. Man, this is uh, this some good shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> that Larry Flint knew what he was doing. Sorry, Sam. No, you're fine. But uh, you got me on the whole, uh, what do they call that? The, the Mandela effect? Mandela, <laughs> Mandela effect. Mandela effect or yeah, something? Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Oh, man. And yeah, th- t- talk about that for a minute because uh, I've seen the picture. So I remember the Berenstein Bears spelled one way. With an E I N and everyone, you know, then you see like, the thing like where it's Steen, like, yeah, yeah, like then it's spelled Stain, like S T A I N, yeah. And I've seen it spelled both ways. I know I have, but they swear it's spelled a certain like that. That shit's crazy. To me. I swear that too, because my uh, my grandma uh, used to read me Bernstein Bears books, and I remember it spelled that uh, the Steen way. But now, like, we have old Bernstein Bear books in my bookcase for my kids, and they're spelled stain. So, like, now it's a thing where, like, did I fuck my brain up? Like, <laughs> to where, like, you know, I just thought it was this way. Because that's what they say is, like, you just think it's that way because it's you pronounce it Bernstein Bears usually. Yeah. Like, everyone pronounces so. Or flipping objects, that. like, can change or something. Like, all of a sudden, you look right. at that ad, and it's... it's some other select. It's right, John Travolta. Right, right, right. You right. know? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so explain to me this. Sinbad playing a genie in a movie, like, why does everyone remember that? Yeah, but not everyone does, just a lot of people. I, I feel like that was a real thing, but it's not. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't... Uh, that's weird, because I, I can see it. Yeah, right? I can, <laughs> you can picture it. I can, I can picture it. Yeah, that's, that's what's weird about it. Is I feel that like he plaus- had to have a plausible. genie outfit on at some time. I thought every black man did a genie movie. In <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> he was even here, and uh, when he was here last year, uh, vibes to him too. I think he just had like a stroke or something. He oh, was, did like, he? I didn't even stroke. know. Oh, I didn't hear vibes that. to him, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he does not like it if you ask him if he was in a genie movie. I'll let you know that. Oh, yeah. I asked him about it, and he did not like it's it. We, I think because he wore them genie pants. Like people Is that just put, why? They put two and two together. And, you know, people are always like, no, that Shazam was shit. And he had the earring. I mean, he yeah. always wore the earring. That I think he true. presented the genie image <laughs> on himself is what happened. You know what? This makes a lot of fucking uh, sense. Yeah. Have you guys seen Tenet yet? No. Oh, no, you're talking about not. time travel, man. Like, oh, watch that movie. I'm man. gonna have to write that down. Tenet. Yeah, they they find a way to uh, manipulate time on just on objects, objects, so they can make an object flow backwards in time. You know. Oh. oh so oh, like, if uh, if this was broken on the ground, they could find a way to it. And it would just be the bottle that went back in time. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. You gotta that watch is it. Fucking I've insane. watched it four times. I don't even get it at all. <laughs> well, what is it? What is it on? Is it like a uh, movie theater or is it out in theaters? Or it's is out. It you can you can rent it and oh, buy okay. it now. It's um Christopher Nolan crazy film. Oh, great director! I'm yeah. gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'll say one of my favorite things to do since I've worked here is movie nights is thursday we usually had one show back in the day now you know schedule's a little bit weird because the pandemic at times but it was usually thursday nights and when richard would be here and and sometimes he wouldn't but a lot of times (laughs) it's him we would go to the movie theater across the street 
and the movie theater here across from the Funny Bone, I would all I would go there with my sons a lot too. Like we went there the first night of Star Wars because no one goes there after maybe like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. And if you do, when all of us would go there from the Funny Bone, you probably wouldn't want to be in the same movie with us because oh. <laughs> we were very loud and having the best time ever. A little obnoxious, were- man. <laughs> Such fun times over there. They sell booze there and stuff. So we just we get done working here, laughing, having a good time, and carry it over there to laughing and having a good time. And uh, yeah, if you were in a movie with us, you would want to leave. But we had the best time ever. Dude, and, and sometimes we would see the cheesiest shit. Oh, you the know? worst shit. <laughs> I love it. I, I, let's get back to that. Hopefully. Oh, I hope so. It was so. It was the best. The best. Um. So I said at the beginning that you're a spaceman. Uh, you're very interested in the, you're into space, and you even set up your own comedy show at the uh, SAC Air Museum here. Yep. Uh, and that, that's pretty awesome that you've pretty much set that up all by yourself, and uh, props to you on that. Oh, but thanks, man. Have you always been into, you know, out-of-this-world out of things? Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, always, man. As a kid, always looked up and – Thought about aliens and space and what's out there and all that cool stuff my whole life. And no matter what I did, it all came, always came back to if I wanted to be a rapper, you know, I'd be rapping about space. If I wanted to be a basketball player, I'd be watching Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, now I'm a comedian. I'm still trying to put space in there somehow, too. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's shit you don't know about is the most interesting shit, right? Like, That's true. And nobody knows shit about that shit. That is true. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, Davis and I got into a, a conversation the other day about that, like how we really don't understand anything beyond what is in our bubble, and our bubble is Earth. Like we we yeah. know. No, your bubble the, actually too is you, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That, but is I mean, this like, like room. <laughs> we understand like so little about what's out there. Like it's just so vast, and we. You know what we pretend to know, and scientists, you know, they have theories, but yeah. the, the fact that we know nothing is what's all. And you know, with uh, this recent stimulus uh, package that they signed, this economic relief package, it came out that they have to release all information that they have regarding any un- unidentified flying objects. So not just the videos that we've seen released from the Pentagon, which were pretty crazy videos to begin with, and that they had to confirm because they got leaked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think it's awesome uh, that that we're going to start. I was asking you the other day, what's the site where I can start reading these documents? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They just dropped them, man. Yeah. Because I saw one, uh, a previous document that I want to find that I've seen where it's like the, I think it's the FBI, the director of the FBI or the CIA, and a lot of it's redacted that I believe they'll take that off now. Where he's (laughs) just see the word, the. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then there's like black, black lines, lines through yeah. it. <laughs> and basically in this document, he was given something by somebody that's like an extra, like he was told something or given something. And then the rest of the rest of this note from him is about how he's going to fucking get this right to the fucking president. Like it was like a huge deal. But like I said, you can't fucking see half of what's on the page. And like the, just like things like that. That's one I remember from because I've always kind of been in, like you said, mysterious shit. I love conspiracy theories, even though like I, I understand a lot of them are insane. Yeah. Uh, but I love these things that like add m- m- uh, mystery or mystic to fucking life. You know, the pageantry to life i like yeah, that yeah. shit man i and think deep down we all hope it's just not this <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah, right yeah you that, yeah you're probably right <laughs> no, we're not just stuck here and that's yeah. it <laughs> so really we get four minutes to hang out 
<laughs> and then we gotta leave. Yeah. Well, it's like you know they've got all these awesome documentaries coming out on Netflix lately, and I, I'm sure it's partly because of the pandemic and shit that they had been working on. And but they have that one, uh, that one that's about death and and uh, near death experiences. I think it's called Surviving hmm. Death. That one's yeah. awesome too because I, I told Davis this, and I've had it. Uh, people have you know near death experiences, and they can't explain them. I mind I. I guess you could consider it a near death, but I fell 30 feet. And when I fell, it's like somebody pulled me out of my body. I watched myself fall. And then when I hit the ground, it was like the string was let go and I was sucked back in. Like you smacked back into your body? I smacked back into my own body. Man, that's so crazy. I broke uh, both of my legs in the fall. Well, I I busted my kneecap on one leg and broke my other. My other leg was broken. And so my buddies had to come get me, and they had to carry me up this big-ass cliff. That's where we were climbing at. How long ago was You this? fell off a cliff? Yeah, we were climbing, like, we were, we were like, rock Christ, climbing. I thought you fell off a ladder or something. Oh, no, no. I was thinking, of, uh, I pictured building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were, yeah, that's a, yeah. we were rock climbing in, in uh, Pennsylvania, and there's a lot of the... No like, shit in Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the cliffs and shit out there, it's clay. So, like, when you'd reach up, you'd have to kind of test it yeah and i just so happened to, to be the unlucky one that when i reached up and grabbed the next ledge it broke off so, oh, oh, and fuck. all my weight came down and my i mean my feet i had like maybe an inch of the front of my foot on on the ledges and we were dumb kids i was like 17 we didn't have any gear on we were just climbing for fun and uh, i was the last one to climb it so i was the one that fell <laughs> everyone Damn. else made it up okay dude but so but were yeah. you just climbing it because you were kids, or did you guys like set out like we're professional? Oh no, we were going to climb up there and get shit. super high. That oh, was gotcha. the point. <laughs> Fair enough. Because once you, <laughs> you did get super high, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you came out your body. Oh yeah, it, it was it was. You can't get awesome. higher than that. <laughs> but uh, it, it 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 fascinated me with like that whole near death experience type, and in the show. Uh, in one of the episodes, this lady talks about she was dead on the table for like several minutes, like 10 minutes or something like that. Uh, she could describe what the surgeon was using on her from like an over his shoulder kind of view. And the way she described one of the tools, he said, there is no way she could have known that's what it looked like. Uh, and it wouldn't even have been in the operating room when she would have been coherent to even be in the operating room. There's no way. And that wasn't like a common tool that they use. So like all that kind of like mysticism and like that, that I I love all that shit, like the way we're connected, but we're not sure how, and nobody really understands it. And I I mean, if you, if you look at scales and stuff, like the, the three of us, even though we're the, COVID six feet apart or whatever, but we're, we're touching each other. Right. I mean, just us, I mean, our energy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what I feel. Uh, I say it a lot, but I feel like, uh, I'm an empath for sure. Like I feel energies and stuff. And when I was younger and didn't like know about empaths or any of that, or feeling like energies or anything, just a kid, I, it, I would, uh, confuse it as like being nervous or mm-hmm. something. Like if there was bad energy in a room or now, like I know like, Oh, there's some fucking weird shit with everyone in this room or whatever, but you're right. Like we're, we're all touching right now. I don't like, that's <laughs> <laughs> what you say it like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Get your hand off my leg. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Why is your arm so long? <laughs> 
I don't, I like the mystifying stuff, except I don't, I told you this the other night when you brought up that show uh, on Netflix in the sound booth, I think it was Friday night, I don't like fucking thinking about or talking about death, because like you said, I don't want there to be like nothing, like I like fucking hanging out and doing this. (laughs) You like being alive. Yeah, I like being alive, dude, and so like, just thinking about it, and I think that's the little kid in me too, because I'm a big kid. uh, I read a statistic, they said for every person alive on earth, uh, right now, there are 15 dead people for for that have been around. You know, 15 oh, really? dead people for like every person. So it's like you're the starting, you know, point guard, and they're on the bench <laughs> 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 watching you. Like, yo, man, make use of your time out there. That's a good yeah, way that's to look cra- at yeah, it. Yeah. That is. That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. I might have to get my sunglasses, dude. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's got me thinking deep now. <laughs> Uh, so you're into space, so aliens, you believe in them, I assume? I, I mean, think just kinda- so. I mean, what do you think an alien is? That's the thing I want to know. <laughs> See, I, that's, I've thought about this in way much more extent than I needed to at times, but, you know, they, they found, uh, uh, oh, I forget what the name of the element is, but they found an element on Venus that they think is a block it's part of the blocks of life like Mm -hmm. carbon is yep uh which they think might it might indicate that there's life on venus even though the temperature there is so much hotter and but then what 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 do you consider life is it a is it a gaseous form because of where it's at it it would it would all be relative to where life would be able to exist like bacteria's life well yeah like like, yeah it would it would all depend on the environment uh to be conducive for surviving that environment so, like, you got a, a planet that's all ice. Well, what what could survive in all ice? Well, it, we can't fathom it because yeah. <laughs> it's not nothing that we have seen before. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it, we like to think of aliens just as, a, you know, two legs or yeah. kind of anthropomorphic. Humanoid. How do you say that word? Anthrop- anthropomorphic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was nice. Oh, I was yeah. going to try it, too. I'm glad you did it. Anthrop. Anthropomorphic origin, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> Use it in a motherfucking sentence. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Fire in the Sky, that old school movie? That it's- movie fucked me up oh, as yeah. a kid. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't even stand on the street lights because I'm like, the street light going to beam my ass up. See, he told me, but I have not seen it. So now I'm definitely going to have to watch it. And I just it. brought oh. it up because I think on one of, I don't, um, listen to too much of the joe rogan podcast anymore but he had the guy the real guy the travis guy, walton yes travis walton was just on there and i listened to it and uh just hearing him talk like because it's been 45 years since that happened and when i watched the movie as a as a younger dude like you i was terrified especially like the scene where he's under the table and he's having a flashback and the honey drips on him then it flashes back to the ship yeah spoiler alert and there's fucking like slime dripping on him dude they're, and, and they're experimenting on him and, and so he's stuff up his butt he was talking <laughs> about how he's mad a little bit at the movie and they want to do a remake because he thinks now that he got because he got out of the car when this spaceship was there. They were uh, lumberjacks, and this is like the second most famous abduction story in the United States. Another one's like a lady and a guy, but they were like lumberjacks. If you haven't, if you don't know the story, uh, they were going home. It was kind of dusk or getting dark out, and they saw a space uh, a light coming through the trees. Yeah. He got out of the truck and walked towards it in the in the the story forever is that he got like shot with that beam and like beamed up. He says that he thinks he got too close to it and the energy around it 
bounced him back and he thinks that they abducted him not to fuck with him but to heal him oh is what he is what he said over these years thinking about it because he said they returned him they didn't really harm him they were like oh fuck we just killed that human (laughs) fuck that dude up and uh he was talking about uh man i never thought about that when he was on the ship, when he like woke up and came to and realized he was on a ship, it was hard to breathe. And he was thinking, and what, and this goes back to what you were saying about different atmospheres that he thinks it was because the atmosphere, of the ship was a little different. That's and crazy. So like 45 years like later. Choking, you know what? Dude. Those aliens actually didn't try to kill me. Right. right. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> thinking about that stewing like every day, like for what? How many years before that? What is he like? Fuck these motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to re- dude. I'd love to see a remake of that movie with oh, that, it's, it's a great that twist on it. That right, would be different. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to watch it because I've never seen it. It's fire in the sky. It's uh, great. I don't I think yeah. early '90s is when it came out. Is what I want to say. But and I'm this happens what like 70, 70 yeah, something, so, something like 79? that. I believe that's correct. Yeah, and so yeah, it's fu- crazy. You guys ever seen story. anything crazy like that? Like a UFO? I don't think I've ever seen a UFO per se. I mean, I, I've seen weird shit fly across the sky, you know, and you, yeah. you, you know, and then driving, you see sun shafts sometimes and like really weird cloudy conditions. It doesn't look like it could be legit, yeah. but I've seen clouds. I'm like, why is that shit round? Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. <laughs> I've seen weird clouds. I don't know if it's the, cause I, I, I think a lot about uh simulation stuff too. Like, yeah. Oh, they haven't loaded the clouds yet. That's yeah. why. That's why that looks like why is that, that cloud so pixelated. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have a constant worry that I'm like in one of those like deprivation tanks, and like it's just gonna open, and like this shit is not real. Like yeah. I, have, I constant like if you like guys were Matrix. like, hey man, you yeah, gotta like, wake yeah. up soon, I'd start getting real nervous about it. <laughs> I was about to say like Matrix syndrome. <laughs> yes, it's the same kind of thing. I uh, I think it was a drone, but I saw something weird. Um, my mom lives out in the country, and it, the skies are darker, obviously, out there. And one night we were sitting around, um, probably drinking some beers around a fire or whatever, probably around 4th of July. And something came, and some flew by a few times, and it was way up there. But, one, like, the third time, you can hear it, and it sounded kind of like a jet, but it was more of a buzzing. But the third time it came, it was almost like it had headlights. They weren't, like, lights on a, a plane that are, like, blinking or, like, if they're solid, they're, like, just solid there. These were, like, on the front of this thing, and they spotted, and they could kind of, like, from way high up kind of look down in our direction, and then it fucking, like, zoomed off super fast. And to me, that was like some kind of drone that was doing yeah. a test. Or I had something. a drone follow my car one time. No way. It was like right next to my car Shut while I was driving it to my house. No way, dude. Yeah, it, that was crazy. And it had these weird like lights on it too. Like I think, I don't know, some kid probably messing with me. but <laughs> Yeah, but still, that's insane. Dude. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't you remember? It I, tripped me out. Wasn't it uh, like two summers ago or maybe it was last summer where they were – Reporting these big drones were like flying oh, all in formation. Over. You're in right. In like Western they, Nebraska and, and Colorado. Yeah, and they've like made their way into like Omaha, Millard area. They got oh, are you serious? I yeah. didn't know that. And uh, they were they were questioning, are they a military thing? They're like, like military shit. Test. I feel like because we. My thing was, I said it was Amazon because Amazon is doing their drone delivery bullshit. They're gonna have to map out where everything's sure. at so yeah. that was my guess but i don't think it ever came out what it was yeah and I, I never heard anything more about yeah. it either like they talked yeah. about it for right. a while the You're military right. said it's not us and then that was just it yeah it just you know that's a, fla- that's a flag man we got to remember that oh yeah that's <laughs> you know? right that is right that's uh but then they've also uh we i want to read more into the 
unidentified flying object documents too, man. That's interesting. And yeah. If they if they release it, that means it's not. Uh, we can't do anything with this information. You know. Well, what's right. crazy to me is I, I I talked about it on an episode, but like the the fact that if you look at a thousand years ago to now where we're at, like technology how, how technology has advanced and doubled over like year after year after year to the point where like if somebody calls my iPhone, my MacBook rings, my watch rings, my iPad ring, like everything is so connected. <laughs> yeah. And you know, 50 years ago, you couldn't even get Just a, a car simple to start fact when that it was we have cold. a computer. You in get the, the palm phantom vibrations now. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? I think my phone is ringing. <laughs> yeah. That shit happens all the time. Um, <laughs> well, it's not even that long ago we didn't have these computers in our pocket. I mean, when I grew up, you know, oh, when yeah, we grew same. up, there's we all grew up in the phone, same era where phones plugged in the fucking wall. You didn't take them anywhere. You yeah. know, it was yeah. I remember when my family bought our first computer and how such a huge deal it was and the fucking, the dial-up internet. And, it was, <laughs> and who I, knew, yeah, who knew that thing would be in your pocket right, like exactly. years yeah. later. That you could watch porn on while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you just have to wait like 40 Dude, minutes for that shit These kids don't know what we had to, <laughs> to, to get this, to get this magazine. Oh, the struggle. To oh, bust in the best. <laughs> Busting the net was a struggle back in the day, man. I think I started it. off. Uh, I think I stole one of my grandpa's Playboys. Uh, was my first uh, J and my D material, and then my second <laughs> would have been like a Victoria's Secret magazine. Oh, dude, that's all I had. Dude. I'm guilty. Spiegel catalog. <laughs> yep, it was a Spiegel catalog. I feel like Spiegel. They wear like granny panties and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Lady had these high heels on. I was like, I like it like that. <laughs> I had a my, my stepdad had a pound house, a penthouse forum. Pound house, a, dude. That's another yeah, magazine yeah. we should make. <laughs> uh, I had a I had a read my porn. <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed I rubbed the inside of her thigh. <laughs> oh, keep going. Oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> Thrusted his manhood. <laughs> oh, dude, they were so bad too. Usually come like four sentences in or uh, about six, <laughs> depending. I, I had a couple oh, pages bookmarked. That I semicolon really got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> the curvies, uh, curvy letters, man. Se- semicolon got me, but the full colon's where I finished. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays, you just type in shoe, and you'll have some lady with like a shoe in her pussy. Oh so god, they come up, dude. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I saw a. a, a it says a uh, girl eats sausage on the couch and it was literally <laughs> she was eating sausage. I thought she was like <laughs> I thought she was throating some dude. <laughs> no. She she eat, just enjoying sausage, sausage. You know, in her drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she probably had a million followers on Twitch. No. <laughs> Dude. You guys on are you you guys doing Twitch? I'm not on there yet. He's on there. I am. I, I, I'll stream Warzone every once in a while. I'm going to start streaming some Rust, which is another fun game. I want to. Uh, I'm going to get with you with that. I want to learn more about that, man. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got a basic setup right now. Nothing crazy, but yeah. And that's part of uh, like our whole media thing that we're starting. Is that's one of the things we want to throw up there that we're going to do uh, aside from stuff that we recordings it. and editing for other people. But Billy streaming. Billy streams a lot yeah. too whenever he's playing. So we're going to get this uh, that going as well. We dig the video games around here. That's for sure. <laughs> Dude, the last year, man. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah, right. What else was there? What to is do? else is there to do? Yeah, like I I. 
I played a lot of video games. Yeah, <laughs> I dude, think we you, all did. You've beaten the new game Cyberpunk like two or three times. Yeah. You beat it already? Oh, oh dude, yeah. this dude was wow. off when it first came out. Yeah, I, I put in like 180 hours <laughs> or something like that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've done different playthroughs. I've, I've done different builds to how I was going to do my my dude and all that like i've i've geeked how out how wow i'm 40 i'm 51 hours in and that to me i thought was crazy well my roommate i think my roommate hit 200 hours and he not only beat the game but he completed every side mission that there is so like there's some that repeat that you can never like fully beat but the, just the regular side missions that you can fully complete, he's done all of them. Wow. And then he's done. Like, what, there's nothing to do after that. You know, yeah, that's I, went, bad I went to one area that I had, like, a huge gang fight at, and I was just standing there. I was like, yeah, I remember I chopped that dude's head off right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, a dusty neighborhood that homeless people live in now. <laughs> yeah. That game is fucking amazing, man. Oh, yeah. It's the craziest. Uh, I haven't played it too much because I've been waiting. Uh, yesterday, I think, was the final or one of the final. One of the big updates. Big updates yeah. that now I can start really getting into it but uh when you're just creating your character the fact that you can choose your dick size <laughs> circumcised or not <laughs> oh, yeah. uh your tit size your vagina if it's hairy or not if you're picking a girl my wife was disgusted by this <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess not disgusted she was very confused at why you would need these uh this system uh whatever they well are. little known fact and this is so in cyberpunk you get to design your character that way but you're always in like a first person view so you True. don't really see it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a game called Conan Exiles, which is available on computer and Xbox and PlayStation and all that. You can control <laughs> your shit. dick size on that, but they gave it physics. So when you're running your dick jiggles. in third person, it shakes around Whoa. and bounces and shit. It, it, <laughs> I had to buy jiggle. it when it came out. Yes. I bought the game just to do a video it of that, is, uh, and then I never really got into it. <laughs> I have it, too. It's very tedious. Like, the first, like... Dick physics. Oh, yeah. The first, maybe, I don't even know, I would say fucking 10 hours that you play the game, all you're doing is finding sticks and shit to, like, and eating bugs and trying not to die. Like, what, it's a real, like... What game is this? Uh, it's Conan oh, Exiles. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. based on, like, the whole Conan universe. But if you, if you play through and collect a all this material you i've seen videos on youtube where guys have like palaces and they have like sex slaves where they have chicks that are like dancing next to them and they're like a what? war they're literally like a warlord yeah, dude it's it's a game where you you collect resources you build a base and it, it's it can be as big as you want it to be you, can, you can defeat i wish cyberpunk would kind of go that route too. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah where yeah, you can start your own gangs and shit yeah like that. man <laughs> well, yeah, you can, when you defeat enemies or ladies, that's how you get the slave. Then you can, like, either kill them or, like, make them a slave. And then they come back and work in your palace. They've got a system in that game, too, where uh, you can build, because it's based on the whole Conan, like, the barbarian universe where they had gods that they worshipped. Well, you can make shrines to these gods, and after so long, you can summon these gods and take control of them. And, I mean, they're like. What goes into programming something? It's I mean, so that, crazy. It's so crazy. Like, you can summon this giant lizard god, and then you as the player who summoned him gets to take control of him and just go ransack other people's bases, destroy their palaces. It's, How many hours you put in that game? Oh, I only put, like, two hours in there, record my dick bouncing around, and then I lost interest. <laughs> Did you play it? Uh, I've played it a little bit, but, like I said, uh, I can't. Like, I don't like Grand Theft Auto because most of the missions are, like, chasing people down. Like, I want variety. And yeah. the first part of that game, when I played it, I, don't, I mean, I might have played, like, two or three hours. But, like I said, I'm just naked. I have no weapons. I'm hiding in bushes trying to get <laughs> not eaten by a cougar fucking. And so it's, like, 
I, I wasn't progressing fast enough for my life. Like, I don't want to do this for fucking days, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's literally why people ask me do. why I don't go to open mics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in the bushes naked. <laughs> Try not to get eaten by a cougar. <laughs> or maybe trying. Or, yeah. Depends on the cougar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the open mic, you'd want to probably get eaten by those cougars. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> How about I eat the cougar? <laughs> oh. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> We're having too much fun in here. Man. Dude, it is. <laughs> That's what we do. This is why I love Sundays. Uh, was that on this show or before that we were talking about that spycraft uh, shit? I can't remember. Oh, I, I think I brought it up, but uh, no, it was beforehand. Yeah, I didn't bring it up on the episode yet. So that's another thing we wanted to talk to you about. Well, yeah, yeah. because I was just going to bring up uh, moving on that uh, we know that you're big into 007 and things like that. I think yep. I've seen one of the new 007s at our movie night over there one time with you. Uh, first, I want to know what's your favorite uh, 007 movie or book. And then uh, we can talk more about this Spycraft show that was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh, my favorite is uh, it doesn't get a lot of play because it's people don't like timothy dalton but i really like license to kill man really i just because it was the first bond movie i saw and then the gladys knight had the title song and it was just a a good 80s action movie and then i started going to the old movies and then the rest of them um but yeah license to kill timothy dalton and uh you know i'd I'd be curious to ask people that question if they're into james bond what their favorite one one is and i'm almost gonna guess it's a almost always going to be the first one that they watch. Yeah. <laughs> because my first one I watched was Goldeneye. And for me, Pierce Brosnan and like that whole yeah. like nuclear silo shit, like yeah. that whole, that, that's it. Tina Turner singing the song. That was actually the first one I saw in theaters. Oh, dude, that, that movie to me, what, and then they had the video game to go with it on the Nintendo 64. Mm. Oh, that's a bad I mean, like, and I, I played was. the fuck out of that game. We, we'd, we'd you guys wouldn't parties. even play in Warzone if it wasn't for that game. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is true. That's true. Those dudes with the head Salute door. fucking uh, N64 yeah. 007, man. That shit was awesome. That started, I mean, that was started the first person shooter yeah. online. I got an arcade Rage. I'm building, dude. I'm trying to. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking the yeah. best. Mine, mine would be Sean Connery, and again, that's one of the first ones I've seen was yeah. his, when I was little. My dad was watching it or something. And Dude, it, think about that. Way. We had a global pandemic, and James Bond died. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some shit. James Bond tried to prevent the global pandemic, <laughs> and he fucking died. And he died. Shitty. And the next Bond movie is called No Time to Die. Oh, it is that, it, and yeah, they keep delaying right. it, giving us more time to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe they know something we don't. They say there might be a scene in that movie where there's some, like, pandemic-type thing that happens, oh. too. I think it's a scene where people get gassed or something oh. from the from the trailer. Oh, I don't know. But then again, like, to me, like, fucking, like, relax, people. It's a movie. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, if you can't, then don't go see it. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's the same thing. Yeah. Don't watch Outbreak. Don't watch. And I keep seeing mixed stuff. I keep seeing the Asia's theaters movie theaters are opening back up and then i keep seeing there's a new outbreak in asia so i don't even know what to believe anymore well here's the thing like when this all happened i mean i said right away this is going to be like a two around a two-year ordeal yeah you know and if you look at it we're at that year and a half ish we've got uh the vaccines are are starting to roll out more and more i think this is going to be like a two-year deal where it's you know 
the, the distancing and like the staying away from each other. But I think even after, you know, those two years, you're going to have like another two, three, four years of people being uncomfortable, just yeah. being next to each other until, I mean, there's going to be the people that, you know, obviously went through all the fatigue of being quarantined. Yeah. Or We're going to go through some and, weird cultural stuff too. It's like, going to shift a lot of stuff. A person's going to go into a bank with a mask on and they're going to be like, you can't wear that in here. Right. Oh, well, I have a condition. Well, we need to know who you are. <laughs> and it's going to create these weird like uh, conflicts. Whereas pre-pandemic, you couldn't go into a bank with a mask at all. Now you have to, yeah. and then they're going to take it away again. And right. it's, it's so weird. Because so I remember working uh, the casino. I was doing a, a Michael Jackson impersonation thing, making some side money or whatever. <laughs> and I had my mask on, being MJ with the glasses and everything. And he was like, you can't wear that in the casino. I was like, it's part of the costume. They was like, well, we need to know who you are. I'm like, I'm fucking Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm bad. There's a lot of things that are contradictory from that, like, you know, weed being a, uh, a, necess- a necessary thing and the weed store staying open. And then in Nebraska, there's a bunch of people that are getting arrested for weed still, still, you know, yeah. so that's fucking a super crazy thing. And I know it's state by state, but still like, that's insane is, you know, like California, every like comedy clubs are still closed there. Like right now they yeah. still can't have comedy clubs in like LA. They can't have that many people around, you know, but we, but you can go to the weed store. You know, but here there's some grandma that just got arrested. I think we talked about it last yeah, week. That, granny. that fucking <laughs> yeah. Every time just I went see, to jail for that shit, and it's yeah. like, dude, that shit's insane. Every time I see somebody gets caught on the interstate, they're always like some sixty or fifty <laughs> or seventy year old. Well, I mean, the, we don't tr- we don't have to try to survive off of social security, and they are. So I mean, like, I don't yeah, blame yeah. them if they can make a little bit of money to just you, you know, know drive interstate. And if I'm and, trafficking some shit, I'm gonna have an old ass person do yeah, it too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell you know, <laughs> not some young ass kid. that got three prosties in the back. <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, the state of New York, you talking about, you know, Colorado, where it's uh, it was considered a, an essential thing. And then here people are getting arrested. And the state of New York is legalizing recreational to save the state because of their budget. Dude, yeah. Is Chicago fucking legalized weed as crazy as that city is? Oh, my God. Dude, then everybody just need to let it go. It's but you know uh, our great Oklahoma state. City, Oklahoma fucking Oklahoma. legalized weed. <laughs> There's Dude, Arizona, Arizona, South Dakota legalized. I think at least medicinal. Yeah, that's I mean, even Arizona refused to celebrate Martin Luther King. Junior Day for fucking ever, dude, and they just legalized recreation. Wow, day, <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah, we got dreams too. <laughs> I feel like here, you know, besides it being the Midwest, is they make a lot of money in the state of Nebraska off of busting people because for a long time here, ever since I was a teenager, I feel like it's a hundred and twenty-five dollar fine if you have less than an ounce, and that's just fucking cash because you get court fees on top of that, so you yeah. get a ticket. Not to mention it's, they sell the weed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sure. You know, how fucked up is that? Right, right. <laughs> and so it's just like, it, it's a money-making thing, uh, just like pri- I guess like they're doing with prisons these days too, but that's what it is because it's a fine, so they make money. They make hand over fist money, and which is fucked up because they would make more money if they taxed that shit and just sold it fucking legally. Well, I think hopefully, I, me and my roommate were talking about this, I think we got what, like two years left of our governor who is in the pockets of probably every pharmaceutical company, comes from a super wealthy family. Yeah. If we can get – I don't think Nebraska is going it, to – it'll take forever for us to get anybody in office that's Democratic. 
like or that's a Democrat. But if we could get like a left leaning Republican who's like okay with weed, yeah, I think we have a shot. That's the Republican Party's only chance is to get uh kind of some I don't know some they need neo some, like, Republican or something, yeah, yeah. some progressive. <laughs> they need guy a distance. Like, I don't know. You need. With, they need to distance themselves from the far right and the, the rhetoric. Yeah, you know? they, they need to be like more middle. When line. I grew up, when I I'm, I'm an '80s baby, so when I thought it, when I my dad was a Republican, my mom's a Democrat. That's you know divorced early on. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought of I thought of uh, money and 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 power and and smaller government, and I don't I don't know what to think of it now, man. Yeah, it's, I don't. I I try not. I think all this is. Stu- I think it's. I think having two sides is stupid. Like I understand, like uh, what you just said about your mom and dad, republic. Everyone's so different. But like to me, when I think about like the experiment that's still going on of the United States, everyone came here from somewhere else. We're supposed to all disagree. That's what we're here for. Yeah, but yeah. but we're supposed to live together and be able to disagree. Where now it's evolved into a thing where. Everyone disagrees with everyone, and if because we disagree, I fucking hate you, and fucking you're stupid because we disagree. It's yeah, not. There's it's, no understanding. It's no respect. There's no respect. <laughs> there's no understanding. No respect. Like yeah. we, <laughs> like this is this place is supposed to be great because it's a melting pot. Like we're we definitely we're supposed to disagree, but yeah. we're also it's like just melting though. To, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally <laughs> melting. And that's where I like I I try to stay kind of in the middle on a lot of things where it's like you want to have your gay wedding. Gay marriage. He said I, that with some like fucking vigor, dude. Doesn't You're angry. affect me. No, no. Like, <laughs> you want to have your queer wedding? <laughs> yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. You want to smoke weed? I obviously think that should be legalized. Uh, I want my guns though. Don't take my guns away. Yeah. Like that. That's my right. It's yeah. written in the constitution. Like all that. Like I'm such a. I, I want to say independent, but yeah. I'm not. You're, you know, like you know. I don't know, man. There's. This should just be an American party. Right, like exactly. these right. are the things I think America stands for. Well, and like he said, I I could see things on like both sides that I just did in air quotes, like from both sides. Like <laughs> I I feel like you know, and there's human things on both sides. Like if you're a human, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that makes sense because I'm a human. I don't have an example off the top of my head, but like people are like, no, you fucking yeah. said that because you're on the left, so fuck you. It's yeah. like, dude, like and that's I, not how things work. <laughs> if if people just admit the flaws of America, then we can just move on to some new shit. Right. Admit this was wrong. This was wrong. This was wrong, but we're not going to, we're not going to do that no more. Right. No, we're going to move forward. Yeah. What's crazy to me is, you know, and I I think I heard him talk about it maybe on another podcast or something I was watching, but can you remember a time before Obama ran for office where anyone was so vocal about who they voted for? They weren't. No, no. So when Obama decided to run, that's when all the racists came out. That's when all the people are like, oh, we can't have a black president. So they were very vocal about saying, I'm not voting for him, which then led to them being so vocal about voting for Trump because they had already been like, I can never. I've never seen a flag with any president's name on it other than Trump. (laughs) Well, and he, you know, and you you can see right away by them taking Twitter away, he incited a lot of those people to come out and have confidence to do that, where they may just do it with, like, their fucking racist uncle and shit and kind of keep it over here. That's why I say just take racism back in the house, man. Yeah, (laughs) he he made it, you know, because he's blatantly being racist, but then it's like, I'm not, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we can say whatever. This guy's saying whatever, and now that he doesn't have that direct connect to those people, it's kind of... 
I'm not saying it's gone or like died down a lot, but like you can tell like there's a little bit of settling going yeah. on. Yeah. That, and that was a, such a troll move by Twitter, man. Oh <laughs> god, dude. <laughs> they waited. They wait they knew they were going to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. They sure did, dude. They f- If he won, they were going to do that regardless. My- my favorite is uh, now QAnon has no idea what to believe anymore. <laughs> They're totally confused. <laughs> Man. And you talk about conspiracy theories and the deep dive. Like, the Flat Earth was one I got into for a long time. I didn't believe it. I remember. I did remember this, but you. <laughs> I but think I, I can I tell liked, you didn't wholeheartedly believe it, but you did like poking the bear. Like you yeah, love man. that I mean, shit out there. Because cause in actuality, you honestly can't say to somebody, no, the earth is not flat. Wait. <laughs> did you just try to convince me the earth is flat again? I'm fucking with you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was, it was a thought piece. It's, it's, it's like a no, philosophy. No, you're right. You're right, though, is, you know, if you – I'm a big facts person. I have to see – that's another reason I get into conspiracies is, like, I want to see shit for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we talked about religion the other night. This is one thing is, like – I deal with like I like history but I like like facts, you know, and a lot of shit that you're taught in religion are not is not true. And yeah. so that kind of turned me off to organized religion a long time ago. But I also believe there's shit that, you know, your religion is within you or whatever, but there's yeah. uh so many like semantics and uh right. bad, bad translations and- Exactly. And, you know, things back then had different meaning. So yeah. how we're interpreting it now might not have been how it was would have been interpreted when it was written, you know. So, yeah, there, there's a lot to it, and uh, we don't understand as much yeah. as we think we do. Maybe exactly. walk on water meant hookers and blow back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. You know? They spoke different languages, you know? You never know. I mean, it could have just been a bunch of opium. It fucking got high on a nice... Uh, I think, and there's there's truth in all of it, because that's why all the religions have these such similar things, because oh, they yeah. all got the same story and made it their own. Right, you right, know? exactly, exactly. It's, uh, it's a... It's a cra- dude, people are... Uh, I f- people want to be tribal, you know? People want to be together, and that's a way to control people and, you know, come together. Look, it's not it's not my thing, but some people need need church in their life you know that's something that they they extra thing they need i don't you know and so if that's your thing that's cool just don't try to bring that shit to me yeah (laughs) yep yeah it's when they start uh, like preaching and stuff i can't do it well have you tried jesus well (laughs) has jesus tried me i feel when someone said have you tried it is uh i immediately go to food because i'm fat oh yeah <laughs> i don't know i actually kind of made taste? me hungry <laughs> <laughs> i tried jesus the bread at church it was a little dry yeah it's super dry um but yeah we were talking about like conspiracy stuff and uh i watched i turned davis onto it because i watched i i was binging uh, that new uh, spycraft show on Netflix. Yeah, and I watched like three of the episodes. I like it. It's so like just to think because I uh, I've talked about it before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I had a my grandpa was in the CIA. Whoa! And he was. <laughs> Are like, you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah, I've told you this before, right? Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, he was a. Like, I want to say he was a secret agent and a spy, but he was a linguist. And he oh, started man. off being a linguist in the Air Force. He spoke 14 languages. Wow. And so he translated. He was I mean, a he, cunning linguist. <laughs> he was cunning. Huh? <laughs> he was a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> you got crickets. That was a little late. Yeah, uh, I know. I don't count it. I, I was trying to remember which one the rim shot was because I have that, but I hit the wrong button. So <laughs> you got crickets. Uh, Continue. But, uh, no, he was a, so he spoke a bunch of languages. We talked about, you know, when September 11th happened, uh, he was staying at our house because they were remodeling theirs, and we got 14 phone calls at least, 14 or 15 phone calls from different countries. And they were asking him questions, like, and he was speaking in all of their languages. So that's, that's I heard insane. him spoke. I spoke. I heard him speak uh, Chinese, German, Russian. When you know that many languages, you just you find a trick in your head to. <laughs> he told me that the only way that's to learn crazy. another language truly is to have a full mastery of the English language. This man would annihilate mm. everybody. If you have, if you know a word for word type meaning, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that. He yeah. Wow. That, he said that he uh, like for Russian, they took him to That's Russia. That's what I'm taking right now, man. <laughs> and dropped him off and he lived there for 6 months and in 6 months he was totally completely fluent in Russian. Like Wow. By no, necessity. For being there for 6 months, six just months. having to But he be also around. had a photographic memory and he didn't forget details and like he could remember shit that most people would forget. Were you close so, to him? I was I was pretty close to him, mm. yeah. Uh he was literally, I, I say he's the Dos Equis man. <laughs> he's yeah. the most interesting man alive. Um, but where I was going with that is he was in the CIA. So, like, when this show came out, it was instantly, like, I've got to watch this and see if I can recognize any of this stuff. Like, yeah. the stuff that he's told me, oh, pictures sure. that I've seen, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and I've got pictures of him, uh, like, in his house. He had, like, a ham radio room. But it is wall to wall, like all three walls behind him are nothing but radios and different radio equipment. Wow. It's absolutely insane. And so like, I know the shit that they do in this show or is like, <laughs> like the, the, the listening devices. I'm sure he's done shit like that because that's what he did. He translated for the CIA. Yeah. That show is incredible. You ever watch Homeland? Uh, yes. That's another I've one. I've seen I, a few I, episodes of that, and it's pretty good. It gets interesting and deep, man. Just to think, like, in that in that show, they had a guy, a uh, uh, Russian scientist, made a plaque for one of the U.S. Uh, ambassadors that was the Great Seal of the United States. But behind it, there was a transmitter thing, <laughs> and it didn't require any power. They powered it by sending a radio wave. Yeah, they gave it like as a gift or something. Yeah, they sent a radio wave in, which powered it, and then it sent a radio wave out in a different frequency that was picking up the conversation. Incredible. The one dude had, I mean, they had shit in his shoes. (laughs) Like, in the heel of his shoe was all the the recording devices and equipment. The one I liked is there were... That's a job I couldn't do. They were in a hotel. I don't don't even trust you guys right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of the same way. (laughs) I'm kind of the same way. I've been doing a podcast with this guy for, what, 21 episodes, and I don't even trust him. (laughs) Hands out of your pockets, (laughs) please. The one I like is, uh, I forget where they were at. It was a hotel or an embassy, and what they did was... They they dropped uh, whatever they the uh, information down um, the pipes in like a parachute, and there was a guy that was just standing like underneath the building, uh, and it went all the way through the p- wow. pipes. He was standing there forever, and then he got the information and then yeah. ran it down the street to whoever or whatever. That's and like one of those how does it work shows, like how they go into <laughs> details with right. diagrams. It's crazy. And, yeah, I love and it. To, and to think that that's the stuff that. <laughs> That they're talking about is it goes back to the Cold War because that's only as far back as been declassified. Yeah, like that's the only reason they could do that show is because that shit was declassified because right. of age. Right. You know. <laughs> and, so who knows, like, what the fuck they have now? You know. Yeah. Or we're in or, a crazy age. I mean, when we're all old and shit, like the shit we're gonna 
they're going to declassify yeah, us. That is true. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. We're, we're going to find out about Kennedy soon, man. That's the one thing Trump was trying to say. He was going to release some uh, some Kennedy files. Or I, you know, he did some crazy things all through his time, but I thought he'd do a little. I thought he'd go a little bit more off the handle towards. In the last I was few hoping days he would. after all that shit that he yeah. he would release Kennedy stuff or do something crazy like that. Like I was hoping he'd go to a presidential press conference, like holding over his shoulder the dead body of an alien or something, and be like, <laughs> "Look, motherfuckers, we got him." Well, to <laughs> me, that just shows that he finally pissed enough people off, like the people that are behind the actual scenes that they're like, dude, go the fuck away yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's part of me wonders if that, that was just an experiment, man. Like right, a, right, exactly. A four-year experiment of some weirdness. It very well could be. And then, I mean, weird. you know, this pandemic too, like, you know, it's interesting, man. It's cla- it, it, To me, it's crazy cr- times. Crazy how, uh, yeah, like, easy we are fooled as just a society you know like how easily like someone like that it, it, it it's like hitler hitler was able to get everybody on his side just by being an elegant speaker yeah like he was able to talk them onto his side whereas he convinced everyone that blonde hair blue eyes is the master race and he had dark hair and brown eyes yeah how great of a salesman <laughs> is that fuck, that's like dude. a fat person selling you some slim shakes yeah dude and as a yeah i drink this shit all the time <laughs> a fucking door-to-door door-to-door cutlery salesman with dull knives and he sells them to you like yeah <laughs> but that's how good of a salesman you but know that's that's i feel like that's what trump was he was a businessman first he was a talker yeah. and he was a salesman and he was i don't think he believed to, none of the shit he said no he's oh, he just says shit he didn't believe he any didn't of that have shit. to because because everyone else believed it. Yes, and that makes it makes it a lot worse, man. You're right. In, in my mind, I imagine many days he tweets, especially like late at night, and then he's just like, <laughs> you, "You motherfuckers!" You like, he's writing his tweets now. Yeah. He's gonna make up his book. <laughs> I would have tweeted this. <laughs> That's the name of his book. <laughs> it's crazy. He's banned, man. That's I don't know. I it's don't really li- know how I feel about it. Because is it a lifetime ban too? Like, I think so. <laughs> I think yeah. I think he's like indefinitely banned from all social. And media. And like I'm all for free speech. Obviously, I've said some pretty crazy things on this podcast. Yeah. But like, also, it's a private business. Also, he did like incite a bunch of fucking crazy shit because there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers that just believe anything, you know? Because yeah. they. He's a he's a deity or whatever to them, so they believe everything he says. So oh, it's yeah. just. But part of it's like I'm glad a lot of dumb people are out in the open. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to think about it too. Is like, oh yeah, okay, I don't have to worry because there you guys all are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched. I don't. I don't know what it might have been on HBO. It was a special about that Capitol break in and the interviews with the people. The whole segment was about, maybe it was on Vice News, was how their messages contradicted themselves. So it would show them literally one second saying to the cops, we come in peace. And then the very, like, couple minutes later being like, we'll fucking kill you. (laughs) And then they were interviewing some of them. And watching the interviews is there was not a lot of intelligent people on the premise. Yeah. Like, the people that are being interviewed are like, you're like, are you you serious right now? it's It's a lot of theater. (laughs) absolutely absolutely you know absolutely my favorite was a lady that came out and they they had her on they interviewed her on it was all over the news and her video was up everywhere she comes out she talks about how they maced her for trying to get into the Capitol, and she's holding a towel in the towel is a cut onion 
and she really? keeps like rubbing That's real? her face. That wasn't photoshopped. I don't the think that oh. was photoshopped because wow. like the way it's sitting in the towel, See, it I don't looks anything. It looks like she's holding it, and it. Like she keeps wiping her fucking face, and then her eyes are watering. That's the lady. It was like she's crying. They're like, "Why are you crying?" Like, she's like, "It makes me." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Why? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution." <laughs> you're like, "You're a you're like a house mom." Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you? Go back home. Don't your kids have to be picked up from school? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is going on? But I, I, last thing I'll say, this episode is brought to you by 50 Milligram Scott, so I'm a little oh, disjointed you're right, now. right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it kicking in right uh, now? I love it. However, uh, so back to my grandpa and the CIA thing, no, uh, I forgot to say this. None of us believed him. Like none, Really? Like, Even if you heard him talking kids, like, we foreign knew, languages we on the phone? We knew he spoke foreign languages. That wasn't anything that but we like didn't know. But like a lot of different ones. We didn't know so You guys knew many. a lot of people that did that? Uh, no, <laughs> well, tip we, you off at we, all? <laughs> like, we knew he spoke different languages. We just didn't know how many. We knew gotcha. he was a linguist in the Air Force. Gotcha. We didn't know that like he had connections all over the world. So fast forward a few years, he passes away. And when he died, he gave my mom a laptop. And in the laptop, there was a bag. There was a laptop bag with a bunch of discs in it. And oh, after fuck. we get off the air, I'll show you guys the photos. But you think we should whoa. air this episode? <laughs> well, these are, it, this is shit that's so long ago. Uh, he traveled the world because of what he did. So I've got like three discs full of images from him all over the world. Oh, that's right. And you that's what solidified else. that I... I mean, I believe him 100% now, you know, Man, that's <laughs> that he did wild. that shit. Now but. I remember you telling me about that he was a real secret agent. I mean, he had, like, two families yeah. and shit. Yeah, he had, a, yeah. he had a full Russian name. So, like, he moved into our house, and he would get mail under his name. And then, randomly, some information shows up, like a mail showed up uh, under a different name. It was, like, a Russian name. I'm like, this, I, I was getting ready to write Return to Sender, and my mom was like, no, that's for Grandpa. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? That's, that's not his name. She was like... Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Just left it at that. That's and crazy. so, yeah, it was, That's I, I can show you some pretty wild pictures. It's like, holy Man, shit. Man, we're about to get in some declassified oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Or classified. Yeah, I don't know. You should bring those dossiers <laughs> around here, Well, dude. so the, the, what was that movie where they were going after uh, uh, Noriega down in uh, Bill Panama? and Ted's Excellent Adventure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> uh, there was a movie. Platoon. <laughs> I want to say it had uh, uh, well, Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Oh, uh, with uh, State oh, of Play? I, I can't remember. I don't think that's the name of it. Not but, Blood Diamond. Uh, uh, there, there's a movie that they came out with, and it was about the pilot who was, like, flying. Oh, it's Mule, Tom Cruise. I've, or Tom Cruise. Yes. Was oh, yeah. Uh, uh, not American Made. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's it. You so, got it. And it's about uh, something Seals. Barry Seals Barry was Seals. the guy's name, yep. My grandpa was, like, really good friends with him. No and way. And he also, like, flew some planes. <laughs> he was a pilot, and I'll show you some pictures about He <laughs> He flew some planes as well. Um, he is credited somewhere, and I, I'd have to find it, with helping catch Noriega because he was a translator that could speak Spanish yeah. and they were able to use stuff that he translated and they found my grandpa. There's a news clipping in, out of a Panama newspaper. A farmer found him drugged and naked in a field. Your grandpa? Yeah. yeah. Like drugged naked in a field. And it never really came out as to why, but through kind of family speculation is that whoever, whatever agency he was helping fed him false information that he fed to somebody else thinking that it was the truth, so they drugged him to see if he would say the same thing and uh -huh. then left him for dead. 
his, his own agency? Yeah, well, the somebody sister agency oh, that he wow. was helping. Wow. Because they thought that they were being fed fake information. So that comes into yeah. like that whole sodium counterintelligence is a bitch. <laughs> it's, but yeah, they found him and, and we have the news Dude. clipping somewhere at, in one of my family things. That's like, amazing. I know we had a distant, distant cousin. They, they said did some, you know, work like and it's that. crazy like you don't want to believe you're like oh yeah that's bullshit some you know yeah. people t- say shit like this all the time but it's actually like i have proof now and it's like well and that'll make you believe in conspiracy ser- oh, theories dude. with that shit going you know <laughs> well because Definitely. and i don't even know if i should like say this shit because i don't know but i was told it so whatever if they come to my house but my <laughs> brother-in-law is you a live far- at 1938 <laughs> he was a farmer and uh or he is a farmer, and one of the dudes he farms with, which is an older dude, probably 50s or whatever, and he was, he was a crop duster. He was in the military before. He flies missions now in, like, Africa in his plane and takes pictures and shit, and, like, they'll just come and tell him he has to go, and, like, literally he's just a farmer in this state. in uh, Not Nebraska. It. He's in a different state, but he farms, and then they'll come and show up, and then he has to go away, and he'll be gone, and he – Tells my brother in law he's gone, and then he comes back and he's just flying like a like a little plane, fucking taking dude, pictures somewhere, dude. And that shit's insane. That's bro. like that. I think it's a lot of that. It's like that that Rambo effect where like some military officer shows up, some some dude yes. chopping down a tree. <laughs> he's like, "Commandos, like we this need too. You, we need you back." <laughs> you know, we're calling you off the bench. <laughs> So I mean that shit's oh man crazy, I, dude. When I turn when I turn fifty, I want to become a crop duster. Like, be, that's my whole goal. Is when cool. I turn that's a, what eleven years from now. Shit, I've been that'd crop be cool. dusting people since I was like fifteen. <laughs> you don't need a degree for that, son. <laughs> Fuck, I crop dusted the sound booth yesterday. <laughs> oh shit. What are we at time-wise here? Uh, we're, I wasn't going to say anything because we're going good, but we're at an hour and 13 <laughs> oh, that's minutes right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so it, time goes by so fast when we do yeah. these. At first... <laughs> I thought I was going to say uh, it was more than that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, at first when we started doing them, it was like, fuck, we're, we're having a struggle to get to like 45 minutes, but then yeah. now it's like we can go two, two and a half hours like it's nothing. Well, we try is, not I'm, to. But we touched on so much, man. Oh, all over the place. It's Each great. other. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. We did. We did. I can we still did. I can we feel, did. I can feel you guys right So now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call in time for the uh, would you rather. This one's a, a pretty pretty rough one. This one's a heartstring would you rather, not oh, gross. Man. Heartstring. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather? So you this get, is weird. This is weird. So I'll set up the scenario. You get you get uh, stranded on an island with a friend and a dog. Would you rather eat your friend <laughs> to survive or eat the dog? Oof. Yeah, this is a heartstring I mean, one. We gotta eat the dog, I guess. Yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, and I mean, then we're like, which one of my friends? <laughs> <laughs> As Raphael would say, good answer, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the answer is dog because you don't want to eat a I human. thought you were going to say, would you rather eat your friend or fuck the dog? Because <laughs> then I would have had an answer. <laughs> I'm fucking that dog. <laughs> Again, sorry, Andres. <laughs> I would uh, probably eat my friend because it uh, tastes more like uh, bacon or whatever. So <laughs> oh, <cool>. gross. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> gross. You've been in them cannibal forms. <laughs> what does a human taste like? 
<laughs> kind of like pork. Uh, I think I'd have to go with eat the dog. I don't think I could kill my friend and eat him. I, I think. Can't. I mean, now, that's if it's the answer. well, I guess it, it, if I mean, it's my dog, <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know if I can. That's, we all gonna die. That is, you know. That is. I mean, I can't eat my own. Dog. I'm maybe feeding I, myself to my dog. Maybe start off with a leg. <laughs> what well, keep him alive? Keep him alive, knock him out, just take one leg. I just need one drumstick. <laughs> well, in that case, then you can just take little little chunks like kebabs out of your friend's oh. leg and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, right. man. You gotta eat. I give you my left toe. <laughs> if you give me your left we just trade body parts. Man, your dick was good yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be Video, man eat sausage on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> then it'd be for, I don't have any dick. I don't have any dick. I mean, we used to laugh. Yeah, we used to do that so shit much. all the time. I don't have any dick. Uh, I forgot what that is. Oh, it's from Eddie Murphy. It uh, is. <laughs> delirious. It is. So then my other uh, last thing that I always do, and that came up from a bit, this came up from a bit in the show, is uh, where's the craziest place you've ever taken a shit? Oh, man. Craziest place I've ever question. taken a poopski. Mm, craziest place. Uh, maybe like a, a tour bus where you're not supposed to poop. <laughs> 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 uh, I pooped on a couple tour buses. Uh now, when you go in there, is that the unwritten? Obviously, it's the unwritten rule of the tour bus. But yeah. have you is I mean, been on there? You gotta go. Like you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, I've never pooped on a plane. To me, that if I nope, never have. That either. would be craziest to me if I ever pooped on a plane. Really, but. I've shit on a lot of planes. Really, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a public pooper. I feel like I'm missing out. Before. Every time I've, I've, you're missing out. <laughs> well, no, well, I'd be scared. I would get it in like a, you know, a dive and then a turd be floating like right next to me. <laughs> like, like gravity loose, yeah. loose and it's just covering. <laughs> we had that happen on a Mexico trip a couple of years ago. The plane dropped like, like 50 feet real quick. Oh. And we were like, what yeah, the fuck, yeah. man? Like, I just Your thought stomach was, drops immediately. Yeah. yeah. Everything's like, I think, I think any time I've flown back home to Pennsylvania, I've taken a shit either on the plane <laughs> on the way there or on a plane on the way back home. Wow, Congratulations. Man. You know they yeah. examine your shit on planes <laughs> when you shit on them. No, I'm just fucking around. I like making up conspiracy theories. <laughs> they're, they're not finding much in mine. <laughs> Remember that story that came out about how when the president poops or whatever, they have to actually have it shipped out so foreign yeah. People can't di- dissect his medical history through his poop. Yeah, I've, I've heard there's a guy. Isn't there a guy? In the yeah, CIA? I think there's a guy. He goes through the fucking shit. He goes through, like, Mikhail Gorbachev's shit. I, I think that's the story I heard is that they knew, oh, Boris Yeltsin was going to die or that he had fucking liver problems because they were going through his shit. Wow. Maybe Jesus. that's not true, but I, I couldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. No, I wouldn't put Definitely it past them. Definitely eats corn. <laughs> Definitely Lots eats corn. of corn. So then they know what to feed him to poison him, maybe? I don't know. I don't know know what the. What's this Power Ranger doing here? (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Uh, So we finally, we've been asking for emails, and I think we got three new ones. So we can just kind of talk about them a little bit. You can read the one that says I'm awesome if you want. I'd like that. And then. Then we'll do the Cheeto challenge and get get out of here. Yeah, so uh, we did get an email from one of our fellow door guys. Uh, I have to open up the right email, but uh, Christian emailed us. 
and said he would give into the pressure. Apparently, uh, text messages aren't good enough. He does <laughs> so, uh, text me a lot about the show. Uh, I rarely ever bring it up. So, <laughs> what's up, Christian? He said he loves that every episode you say a completely unnoticed, hilarious one liner and no one ever acknowledges it. Uh, he doesn't want to mention them because. <laughs> Uh, it took him too much time to spell hysterically correct. <laughs> uh, or he said he's not going to mention how many times it took him to spell it correct. Um, uh, I just want you to read really the last part. That's <laughs> all I wanted you to read about how he talks about uh, working at the Funny Bone. I just yeah. I enjoyed that. He said, if any listeners are wondering if working at the Funny Bone is, an, is as amazing as you guys make it seem, it's far better than you could ever describe. In all seriousness, I love you guys for doing the show. Keep it up, at least, at least for me. Nice. So that was a good one to get. And then uh, thanks for the email, buddy. Nice, Christian. See you soon, dude. We got, we got an email from Butters. Uh, used to work in the kitchen here. He's been listening to every episode as well. So thank you. Thank you, That's Butters. Awesome. Uh, and he says we were groveling for emails, so he blessed us with electric electronic communication. Perfect. <laughs> that old EC. Um, so he did give us some ideas. He, you know, he's we do talk a lot about stand up, and he said uh, we don't really talk about. Uh, how we feel about comedic films, uh, different series, animated stuff, yeah. YouTube, musical comedy. Well, that's stuff true. Like that. that is so, true. Uh, that's stuff we can start, you know, adding in. And the uh, you have to get there when you get there. <laughs> well, the episode <laughs> yeah. that we both hate that we tell no one to listen to it would be episode two, and it's because we basically talk about all Netflix comedy specials. We thought yeah. that would be cool, but then when we listen to it, it's like that's not fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just go on and watch. It I yourself. would want to listen to it because I like hearing uh, perspective on current stand-up comedy or whatever stuff like that I well like and that could be a thing too where we're just in our heads about it but we don't like it so. yeah it just <laughs> it was also like we were just really getting started and not really knowing where to go or how to do it mm -hmm. so uh yeah just it, it was good for us yeah <laughs> that's cool to have those up there though because you right. know sometimes a lot of people go back to old stuff like hey, let's see what else these guys got you know yeah like, uh, and then the last email, uh, was I think there's a challenge issued to you maybe, or somebody. Well, this is from Nate about Russia. these hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, uh, he's listened to the episodes over the last couple of weeks. Um, he wants to do the Cheeto challenge using flaming hot Cheetos as well. Uh, and he wants to come on and do the one chip challenge, which if you don't know what that is, those are the Carolina Reaper like it's like a Dorito coated. In so Carolina this emailer Reaper Nate dust. is also a comedian, but what he does on stage is he eats like something super hot. He'll eat a Reaper and then do and his then set. do his set. <laughs> I saw him do it one time here at the Clash, and it is pretty impressive because it was a real Carolina Reaper pepper. Uh, but and I'm sure it's, it has the show that like that one's yeah, fucking hot. Yes. Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. Oh, I like to see that. Yeah. So we definitely got to get him on. Uh, when T.J. Miller was here performing, he bought a bottle of T.J. Miller's uh, ghost chili hot sauce, like wing sauce, mm. uh, which we tried. That was the hottest one. Which right? was the hottest one that he had, and Nate it's chugged not, the it's bottle. Hot, but well, it was the dude, hottest one that he saw. Nate how does your the butt survive that? Well, <laughs> yeah, chugging a whole bottle is not cool. Afterwards. <laughs> T.J. Miller was like, oh, he's shitting his pants on the way home. <laughs> Did he? I, I, we'll, we'll have, have to have find it, yeah, out when we Maybe that's on. the craziest place he shit. <laughs> <laughs> My pants on the way home from the funny bone. <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll make your dreams come true someday, Nate. <laughs> it's, yeah, he for the said, email. Uh, also, 
Oh, he said uh, he appreciates he'd appreciate uh, to be on to be one of the local authorities on hot shit. <laughs> I mean, he, he has does. to defeat you because I feel like you're the resident hot sauce guy here. I think he would beat me. I, I mean, I love my hot sauce. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I have a feeling he's got some hotter shit than I can handle. We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have to set that up soon. I'm going to see what my wife says when I throw this magazine on the table. <laughs> I know your wife. You did not get that from me. Like, hey, baby, you want to make some jello tonight? You just throw it down? <laughs> no shame in 2005. Just putting not Bill, at all. Bill Cosby on blast. Oh, yeah. It only took, what, And what, at that years? time, the readers were like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't know how real it was. Yeah. They didn't know that that was a photo shoot, not Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> so since we went down the hole of uh, Why is his dick so big? Of, uh, stuff today, I, I've got, I think you've he got He does it. have a big old piece on him. <laughs> oh. It's limp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's big limp. <laughs> Maybe he's one of them dudes where it's it's like longer limp, and but when it, it gets hard, it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the reverse dick. <laughs> Uh, he's, a, he's a shrinker. <laughs> uh, oh, I think Davis had a. You had a news story you wanted to talk about. I've got one real quick that uh, it, it just goes on the. the we can save mine because it's kind of long, so we can just get to Cheeto Challenge and do yours. Yeah, uh, we'll do mine real quick. Uh, it was just I saw the headline, so I had to talk about it. They recently released a study of a fossilized dinosaur's butthole to give insight into their what sex the life. Fuck! Wow. So, oh, so dinosaurs were, were butt-fucking back in the day? Is that what they're saying here? <laughs> they, they recovered a, a fossil in North China. Uh, it was a dinosaur about the size of a Labrador. Um, oh, wow. While many birds and reptile contain a... I always fuck this word up. It's called like a cloaca or something like that, where they shit and lay eggs from the same hole or whatever. It's How do you spell it? C-L-O-A-C-A. A cloaca? Cloaca, cloaca, something. Yeah. But apparently, uh, they, they, this one didn't. <laughs> hmm. So, like, they're studying their butthole to see uh, how they had sex. That's grand news. Oh, so, they think that they didn't. Use, so, the so scientists later this on. One is there might a, not have had the same. A correction thing. to this article where the scientist is like, oh, that was a Labrador's butthole. It wasn't a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest, of the, dinosaur, the rest of the dinosaur was with the butthole, so. Oh. oh yeah, where the f- oh I was about to say where the rest of the thing? <laughs> yeah. We found his butthole. <laughs> it looks just, like an eye socket. No, that's a butthole. Like, <laughs> an eye socket. <laughs> Davis go missing. We found his butthole. <laughs> Must have been the aliens. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got the Cheeto challenge coming up here for Richard. Cheeto challenge so uh if you don't know the rules uh you have to stuff as many puffs in your mouth as you can you can have half of it out and it still counts if okay. you break any of them then it's over right there is the number well if you break one and you can get both pe- I, I i mean we kind of bend it on that if you break one and you can get the whole thing out oh you put the broken piece back if in get, if you can take the broken pieces out you know because sometimes they'll break just trying to put it <laughs> oh <in>. man <laughs> like that that you know if, if 
if you're breaking it, trying to shove it in there. But if you break it, just trying to put it in. Whoa, these things are fucking huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I got some music. Your, uh, your over-under is four for the gamblers out there. I <laughs> think you'll get six. Andres says six. Uh, you said, but you said, wait a minute, you said Nick Allen was the worst. Right? Yeah, he oh, had yeah. four. He had four. Oh, okay. Uh, they ha We have a trash bag in front of you so that you don't have to eat them. You can spit them out. I don't think Nick did know that. Oh, nice music. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Ty Ingram thinks you'll get eight. I don't know what you said, Scott. I didn't write eight. it. To I said seven. Seven. Let's but I see. might not have sent it to you. I might have just said it in my head. All right. Can't break them. So here we go. All right. Here we go. He's going in. Here's the first one. He's going to go left side. That's the popular move. There's two. Two's going in. Two's kind of in the middle. Here comes three. <laughs> Everyone's oh, you can use oh, both hands. He I mean. almost we almost had a tragedy. He almost poked the second one down his throat. <laughs> Third one. It's a good thing There's I know four. CPR. He's got to at least get one more. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> use, use you can use both hands. I mean, you can, you can pull your lip out, you know, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> this is the best though. He's looking for room. Oh, oh. <laughs> You got to get that one in there. Are we going to have oh, a... Oh, oh. Four, four came out. You can rearrange them. It's not done until ah. you throw your hands up. All right. I try this Here's again. a restart. Here's the restart. Yeah. All Cheetos came out. He's going to try... Yeah. The two-handed approach is the best. There we go. There we go. Also, he's the first contestant that has used a mini bag of Cheetos. That might be throwing him off a little. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he was unaware of the big bags. Ooh. Oh, oh. Is that halfway in, uh, Scott? It's really not. <laughs> oh, get that one this more. guy. Oh, I'm counting it. I, he's got five. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll give him five. I'll, I'll be generous. The overs have it. No <laughs> one gets it. Oh, oh. Nope. I won't count yeah. that. <laughs> he tried going for the hanger there. <laughs> Scott's a notorious asshole of a judge. Dude. I'm a little bit more generous. I just wanted to not be last. <laughs> Listen, I am not a terrorist. I believe you to tied uh, Katie, I believe. We have a spreadsheet. So we have a big oh, dry erase board, or it's not that big. And what's but, the uh, record? Uh, 15 by this guy who claims Dude. he has no gag reflex. It's not a claim. <laughs> you had to have some like in your throat. There were. As I previously <laughs> stated, I need facts, and I don't know. So, so <laughs> And I don't like Cheeto puffs. That's why that's even harder for me. <laughs> uh, we have had one person decline. decline to do it because they were afraid they'd puke because they don't like Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, that so, was uh, Gavin, Gavin from the kitchen yeah. a few weeks ago. He's the only person. I believe that Colleen will also decline when she's on the show. Oh, for day. sure. <laughs> Which she is weird. I like Cheetos, but I don't like Cheeto puffs. She like says crunchy Cheetos? Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, I like crunchy this. Cheetos way better, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, what did you do on Sunday? <laughs> Tried to fit a bunch of Cheetos in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and talked about Bill Cosby's big flaccid dick. I'm getting better. Dog. I'm getting closer on my picks, <laughs> and it's because I'm starting to judge people's mouth sizes. <laughs> you have a smaller mouth, Richard. I thought you'd get six. You got five. I was right on the money. I'm getting. Oh man. Pretty soon. Yeah, it I'm was put an asterisk by that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you. Oh, man. I actually thought it was going to be easier. That's what a lot of people do. I originally, my the first time we did it, I thought I was going to get 14 because I went in with, like, big yeah. dick energy. I'm like, oh, it's just Cheeto puffs. 
And then uh, I definitely didn't. And it wasn't until Tyler Walsh tied me that I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to do 15. And well, I you did. actually have to – you have to put – you can't have them all hanging out. They have to actually go yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I keep bringing it up because I am, you know, the king. Uh, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> when I did my 15, I didn't have any hanging out. So That's if you crazy. go to our high-level media website and click on Door Guys, he has all the final pictures of everyone who's done it so far. So it's a picture of everyone either with their like hands two up. More that I got to throw up. And but. then their mouth stuffed with Cheetos. It's great. But he is correct. On his, all of his Cheetos are inside of his mouth where everyone else is, <laughs> has Cheetos hanging out. So uh, and he thinks so, he can fit more. Dude, you're a chipmunk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I kind of am. How the hell? It was... Uh, there's a whole this story guy could fit about a whole it. baby in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what I just did times three. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I only got six, and I, was, I thought I was talking a lot of shit when we first started this. <laughs> I thought, it. honestly, I thought I could get about seven. I was like, I'm going to go for a seven. But. Well, we got, uh, he hasn't been on the podcast, but the comedian, uh, I think you've met him before too, Colin Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, I know Colin. Uh, he did it one of the weekends that he was here. He just did it in the uh, bar area, and he came in saying he was going to get a whole bunch and. Nope. It'll yeah, humble yeah. a man. He humbled. He got humbled <laughs> yeah, real man. quick. I was pitching maybe regular Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The first time, well, when we thought of doing this, um, we the plan was we were just going to make up numbers and not really do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were going to say we did like other people to do. Oh, I got 26. <laughs> but then we are like, we can't do that. And and when we first opened them, like you said, I, did, I, for, I thought they were smaller. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, these are big. Well, when fuck. you actually think about what you have to do. Right. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, what do you got going on? You got any dates coming up, Richard? I got no dates, man. I'm retired. I'm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be the dude axing a tree when they come. (laughs) We need you back. That that would be a great, like, (laughs) (laughs) return to comedy video. (laughs) Chopping trees of being up on stage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, why don't you, uh, tell everybody your social media stuff. What are you you at on social media? It's uh, Richard Tweese on Twitter, Richard Tweese on Instagram. Uh, my website is richardreeselive.com. Uh, I got stuff on YouTube. You can find me there. I'm everywhere. Yeah, Parlor. You make a lot of great parlors. <laughs> that black man on parlor. <laughs> that is spelled D A T. Black man underscore these nuts. Definitely check out uh, Richard's social media he makes a lot of great videos uh over the years that you can check out Thanks, there so man. yep you've got that, some uh sure. you've got some comedy albums up on spotify Couple of comedy albums i made an auto t- all auto-tune album during the pandemic oh that's right <laughs> i remember seeing that's right that i recorded in my car uh so that's up there too so yeah check out richard's stuff he's a funny funny guy yeah thank you guys for having me this is awesome thanks for being here man yeah let's go, so, let's go look at some documents <laughs> hell yeah uh, so <laughs> we do have new websites up they're not complete you know I'm, i've just been working on them but uh uh highlevelmedia.net that'll be the the hub and base of all of the shows that we're going to be doing uh and then if you go to doorguyspodcast.com it'll just redirect to our page on high level media uh where you can see the final photo of everyone's cheeto challenge i think i've got a couple more to load up on there um i'm playing around with some of the editing and stuff so it's not completed 100 percent yet but uh, there is stuff on there that you guys can check out for right now. Nice. Uh, we are going to have a new email with that, but I just haven't set that up. So you can still email me at uh, doorguyspod at yahoo.com. Uh, 
Yeah, anything else? Uh, not Just be on the lookout for our new shows, Hazy History, and I got a music show coming out called Beat Off, so just be on the lookout for that <laughs> shit. That's, uh, <laughs> you guys are busy. I love it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're finding shit to do, man. Just keep them busy. But I, I got a song dedicated to Richard to take us out. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me round again to find. I'm not the man.